Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast. This, this is. is the greatest this podcast is. you'll ever hear in your entire life. And uh, this is this is the, a great podcast because we take a different artist, a different album every week. We research as much as we can. We find out all the secrets about it. And then we, we let everyone know because we uh, we have the inside scoop on everything. So that's us, Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler. Way out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. And uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. So get into that. Now, Jeff, uh, what, what are we doing today? We're doing uh, DJ Jazzy's Jeff and Will Smith, <laughs> their first album, Rock the House. It's not even right. Not I know. Right. I know. I, I was already going with it. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince began in 1986 and has continued on and off until today. They currently have five full-length records, two compilations, and have sold over six million copies worldwide. But the album we're doing today is Rock the House. It's their debut record. It was released March 19, 1987. While not being their most successful album, it does contain one of their most popular songs and has sold close to a million copies worldwide. So, Jeff, what are your what is your origin story with uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Go. 
So if we're talking about like those two together, it's it's the Fresh mm-hmm. Prince of Bel Air that that TV show. That's um, that's my introduction to them, but my introduction to Will Smith was was Men in Black. That was that was the first time I can remember watching a movie or doing anything and, and like holy shit, I like that guy. And then it wasn't until late later that I realized it was because I never watched the Fresh Prince until way later, like in my late teens. Really? Yeah. And and I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of TV when I was a kid. Never did. Okay. Um, so but, you didn't, you but, didn't grow up on TV or movies? No, I, I, I didn't grow up on movies. Um, so, <laughs> it, yeah, Men in Black was my first introduction to Will Smith. And then, I guess, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Because who, who doesn't know that theme song? Like, even if you've never seen an episode of that show, I feel like you mm-hmm. probably recognize the theme song. Oh, like, for sure. Even, like, kids today, whether it be, like, memes or, or goofiness or whatever it is, like that theme song is is uh, it's timeless. It is gonna live on forever because it's so fucking good. It's so catchy and it it's just fun all around. The lyrics are fun, the way he raps is fun. It's good stuff. It's fun for everybody. Great stuff. Yeah, yeah my, and it's surprising that that song has never been on any of their records. It's so weird. My I I I did have Millennium on on the CDs back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I did have Big Willie style okay. on the CDs <laughs> back in the day. Of course you did. Yeah. So, but honestly, it wasn't until this week that I've ever listened to an entire album by them in its entirety. Okay. And it was good, right? Good listen through. Yeah, it was. It was. It was good. It was. Uh, it was nostalgic because it kind of solidified kind of what I suspected about Will Smith. And uh, I mean that sounds very derogative, but it's not because I think he does he does that style really really well, if not like the best. But yeah, that's it. You know, it never progresses. And and sometimes I don't like progression. Sometimes I do. I don't know. I just in, in their case, I I thought again. I thought five was fine. Five records was fine. Okay. Yeah, it's more it's more than enough for them for sure. <sighs> okay, um, so my my first Im- or my origin story with Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff or however you want to say it was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was the show that was the f- first ex- exposure I had to Will Smith and and then DJ Jazzy Jeff was on it he was on the show too he was on many episodes of that show and uh, so th- that was my introduction and then uh, and then obviously Independence Day I mean I loved that movie when it came out so that was that. That's me and Will Smith. That's how I got into Will Smith. And like you said, it, the, the the theme song for The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was, it, it's iconic for for when it comes to TV themes. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I got. But I never, not until the last maybe four months or five months, did I ever listen to one of these records in its entirety. And it was Rock the House because I, I actually picked it up on vinyl off of the uh, the Glass House website. It was like $8. It was one of their their things that they do at six o'clock every day and it was just up and up there and i'm like oh, dude, it's eight bucks it can't be bad there's no way it can be bad and i got it and it's it's an original pressing and it still has the the original shrink wrap on it with the hype sticker on it and everything like it's it's fucking rad i love it I, <laughs> eight bucks so like, what are you doing for eight, eight bucks? bucks man eight bucks like it was it was such a great 
it's such a great buy. So, and I've listened to it so many times since I got it. And that's why we're doing it this week. Cause I, I wanted to do it. I suggested it and now we're doing it. So, uh, so yeah, that's my origin story. And let's, uh, let's get our first impressions of this record, rock the house. So what do you got? Um, I mean, off the bat here, off the cuff, I am fucking surprised that DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith are like still friends. That's just, right. it's just unheard of. It's just something you don't hear of after this many decades, people like this still, especially when one becomes, I mean, just bigger than earth and the other one is still yeah. successful. But like when the other one is that much more successful, you just don't hear of them doing things together. And they did like two years ago or two, yeah, three they, years they played ago. played a few shows. Like they yeah. still do things. And that's fucking so cool. That's like that. Like that's the coolest thing about this entire week that I found out was that they're still friends. That to me is. is yeah, it's so cool. And then I, awesome. I, I was watching live foot live videos on YouTube and uh and last year not even a year ago they uh they did a uh like a live stream they they just did a song together because i guess last year jazzy jeff had got covid and he got pretty sick from it and then after he recovered from it uh him and will smith did a uh just like a, a live stream of a song and that was it was pretty cool and they like talked beforehand and dude they're just and then even will smith was like he even called him out he even called jazzy jeff out and said why didn't we talk for like two years like what was the reason and they got kind of awkward and then they just both kind of laughed it off but apparently like they didn't talk for a couple years in the 90s i think it was but yeah but now they're they're still buddies and they still chill and still cracking jokes it's cool man it's so it's, cool it's fun dude like will smith is just he's he's i love will smith i, I think will smith is something else you you talk about mm-hmm. like some of the biggest movie stars that have ever graced this earth and will smith is definitely in that conversation he's up there for sure yeah but like above all else like he's never been like a complete dick and even like in the in the the recent times with jada and her open relationship slash not open relationship with that other guy and like mm-hmm. will smith was was like the the loser i guess if you could even call that being a loser or a winner yeah. Like people felt bad for him, and and even he was still like tactful about it. It was like, yeah, you know, she's gonna if she wants to be here, then she can be here. And like he was super nice about it. And it's just like, how the why can't everybody be like Will Smith? Why can't everybody just <laughs> be nice? True. Like, why the fuck is it so hard for people just to be nice like Will Smith? I don't get it. But whatever. But like the dude's been doing it since since Rock the House, right? Like he's yeah, since, since eighty seven, dude. Yeah. Since we were born, Will Smith's been being nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and above all else, my first listen through of Rock the House was holy shit! This is a positive sounding record, like positive, not just because it doesn't cuss, but just just even like the uh, the things they talks about. A lot of there's a lot of hype songs, there's a lot of self hype songs, and there's a lot of DJ Jazzy Jeff hype songs. But then right off the bat, Girls yeah. Ain't Nothing But Trouble, which is my my one B. That song is okay. Is seemingly like uh what do you call it what what's what's that fucking word it's not pc now it's uh problematic that's a very Problem- okay, yeah, yeah. problematic song and you think like holy shit that didn't age well but then it's backed by another song called guys ain't nothing but trouble and it really <laughs> it really kind of like shows will smith take uh like you think he knows what he's talking about you think he knows that what he's talking about is wrong but he's trying to mm-hmm. convey it to people that may not think that it's wrong. 
And so when he puts in guys ain't nothing but trouble later on, it's it's like he's telling the story of a person who's doing something that that is blatant sexual assault and then going on later to guys ain't nothing but trouble and then showing how tough it is to be a woman. And it's like that's so fucking progressive for this time and it's so ahead of its time and we wouldn't see anything yeah. like this. We wouldn't see anything like and this he, for fucking a he decade. Even, he even had a had I don't what is it? What's her name? Ice, Ice cream, cream tea, tea baby. Yeah, the, she sang pretty much on that entire song, and it was a rebuttal to to Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble, and it was so cool. Like to bring in like a whole different artist to do that song to as the rebuttal was just it was great. It was totally great. So. It's I mean, he he was he kind of was ahead of his time, like in, you know, in today's society with, you know, like you said, with people being so problematic, like he he really kind of stepped it up back in the 80s. So that's pretty rad. Pretty rad stuff. It's it's uh it's cool. And, and, and Jazzy Jeff, I don't like there's a lot of stuff here that I think are of its time. I don't hear anything here that is. Like holy shit, this is the greatest DJ I've ever heard in my life. But he's definitely better than a lot of DJs of this time. Oh yeah, but he's not. Oh for sure. But, but like, if we're talking about the greatest DJs ever, I don't think he'd still be in that conversation. But he'd he's be top five. I mean, without even without five. even like getting into it, I, I I think he's like, I think he may be like the best of the B team DJs. Maybe even no. upper echelon, lower of it, uh, of of the people coming out in the late eighties, because there are there are times on this record, that. and there are times throughout their discography where he where I mean both of them don't progress, and maybe they don't progress because they just don't want to, but I think it's I, I think Will Smith doesn't progress because he can't. I don't think he, I don't think he can't. I don't think he wants to. I I don't <laughs> I don't think he's capable of doing it. I think he's happy just being, mm-hmm. you know, like a shtick. Will Smith is a yeah. shtick at this point. And I think Jazzy Jeff was just writing the coattails of the first three. And then they kind of jumped aboard the gangster rap thing very briefly and then realized this this stuff's not for us. And then that was it. And especially Will Smith's acting career taking off. and Yeah, he was blowing up at that point. Because I think what Independence Day came out in 95. So like a, I think it was 95, like a year after uh, a year after their last record. So yeah, he, the, he had just finished up Fresh Prince of Bel Air, then gone, went into Independence Day. That's that's a huge jump. Well, that was huge the thing is the, the Fresh Prince started in 1990, and and halfway through that series, they had already they, they're releasing two more albums, and it's and it's yeah. it's like the positivity because I've I've since watched not all I don't think I've seen all of them, but I've watched a lot of Fresh Prince, and that just emanates with positivity and and oh totally. It's very wholesome, and it's a lot more wholesome than I ever thought it was, because of a show starring Will Smith and the goofy outfits he wore. And I just thought it was a goofy show, like it's just dumb. And I didn't watch a lot of TV as a kid, so I I never went to it. But it's 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 surprisingly deep, and they talk about yeah, a lot yeah, of really deep some... things that are not just based off of like race, but other things that affect everybody. And it's 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 mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's good and. Like I hate Will Smith for being so accessible to everybody, but I also love Will Smith for being so accessible to everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's so cool. Like, he's so cool. Like he's vanilla, but he's like the best kind of vanilla you could possibly get. He's like the thrifty vanilla, which is the fucking that, best vanilla. That's good vanilla. Dude, vanilla, it's the best. Uh, 
There's no vanilla no, better yeah, than thrifty right. ice cream. No vanilla better than that. I can't I can't think of anything better right now, but there might be something better. I don't know. <laughs> thrifty vanilla ice cream is its own like subgenre of th- of vanilla ice cream. It's 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 on it's unbeatable. It's <laughs> well, fucking best of the best. Everything thrifty ice cream is just super super solid. You, you no, know, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's fucking affordable. It's delicious. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, like cocaine in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, dude, this cocaine this this album's this album's really good. It's really positive. It made me feel really good. It wasn't mm. I, I didn't have to like listen real hard to to pick up on a lot of the nuance here. So it was, and for the most no, part, the lyrics. But which is fine though. Like yeah, it doesn't like some things don't need to be complicated. They they don't have to have that nuance. Like you could just have a fucking blast listening to a record. It's fine and. I don't know. That, that's kind of how this record is. It's, it's not super intricate, but sometimes it is. Like there are moments where it is, and there's some really cool things going, like some back and forths that they do. But overall, it's just like it's just really good, solid hip hop from that time. This is a. It's good I stuff, feel like man. this is a hip hop album that you and I would have released if we took hip hop <laughs> a little bit more seriously because our early rendition of like niddle shins is is basically this oh god that was so dumb but it is it is stupid but like with a little bit more production and and a little bit more time writing the lyrics other than just making it up on the spot this is what Mm -hmm. what it would have came out to be yeah probably and uh, yeah the girls are nothing but trouble that's my one b that's your one b okay that's my two b um do do we want to talk about that song anymore yeah we we touched upon the there's so much stuff going. First of all, like this whole this whole album opens up with with the "I Dream of Genie" intro, right? I know, and, I, and it's such a cool. And if we're sample. talking, like if we're talking about "Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble," you're choosing a theme song where, <laughs> like, looking back, it, isn't she like a like a kidnapped slave or something? Isn't that what a genie well, basically no, she, is? Oh yeah, that's kind of what a genie is. But the how the so in that show. He would the 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 two main characters is uh, is her and then the the guy and he's like a a navy captain or something like that. He's in the navy and he ended up finding this lamp, uh, you know, on some island or whatever. And then come to find out, it's it's you know a genie lamp. And then he brings it back home, and then you know then he she kind of just kind of lives there with him, but is also living in the lamp. It's really weird, and it's a it's a show that would never be made nowadays because there's a lot of like sexism is in it and uh it's it's weird it's a weird show if you really think about it would be so like for me i've never watched the show i know the intro i know what she looks like but i've never watched the show first of all because it looks fucking stupid and and second of all i've seen aladdin i've seen aladdin and once you see aladdin you can't have a genie without your first fucking (laughs) at at least minimum your third wish being i wish you were free and if that doesn't happen within the first 15 minutes of you having a genie you're a bad person that's terrible and there was an entire series based off of this so i don't understand this show i don't get it that was the show like it was just like the 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 antics of you know him and he's also trying to hide the fact that she is a genie but you only get three wishes i don't remember how the wishes work i don't remember if he he ever asks for any wishes i don't i really can't remember right now but i just know there was a lot of antics like you know people coming over and he's trying to hide the fact that she's a genie but then she has like these magical powers so she's able to do certain things around the house 
It's very. It was a very weird show. It, it's it's very the, weird show. The reason I think the reason why I don't watch this show because it's first of all it sounds, it just sounds too far fetched, and second of all, well, it, of course, <laughs> most of the shows in the sixties were. <laughs> and second I mean, of all, on. well, I watch I watch a lot of cartoons too, but my my complaint about being a show being too far fetched is silly, but also it's like, <laughs> dude, in a post, in a post Aladdin world, genie genie stuff is just it's. You have to, you, dude. You gotta wish him for free. You got, you gotta wish freedom, or else you're a bad person. That's, true. That's true. fact. True. Like you're, you're. If you don't wish your genie, if you don't wish for your genie's freedom by the third wish, you're a bad person. And so that's, that's why I think it's stupid. But whatever. I, I, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's interesting that they put they the first track, "Girls Are Nothing But Trouble," and they put "I Dream a Genie." I think it's kind mm. of like a tongue-in-cheek thing. I, th- I think Will Smith knows that uh, girls are nothing but trouble, but I think he's painting this picture where he wants us in the late '80s to, you know, to believe like girls are nothing but trouble. Ha, oh, that's funny. Let's let's uh, let's let's degrade women and let's 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 be lighthearted about it because the song portrays his lighthearted tone, even though like this shit, this song shits all over girls and it's terrible. But I think that's the yeah. point. I, I think I think he's trying to like grab us and. We were just born in the 1987s, but I, I think true. Yeah, at this time, women's rights and and this stuff wasn't wasn't talked about. Nobody really cared about it then. Gangster rap was coming up too, and I mean, you know, bitches ain't shit, right? Wasn't that a that's but good people, <laughs> you know? That's, bitches that's, ain't shit, but good people. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'd say, I I think Will Smith <laughs> being like ahead of his time is 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 planting the seed in us, setting us up to kind of be shocked because girls are nothing mm-hmm. but trouble. And we're like, Oh yeah, man, as a guy, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. Girls are nothing but trouble. Sure. Sure. And all of a sudden he lays down later on guys are nothing but trouble. And we're kind of like taken aback. Like, Holy shit. What we're doing is fucked up. Wow. Yeah. You got me, dude. You got me thinking. And so like, this is, this in essence is conscious rap. Like this is what it's supposed to be. This is bringing an issue forward and letting us, decide the outcome letting us decide what is good what is bad letting us come to the conclusions and that's i think girl nothing but trouble is like the best song they've ever done so that's a bold statement just that is a bold statement yeah i was thinking more about the i dream a genie thing too and i from what i'm trying from what i'm remembering is that she she was like the one who's more sexually suggestive towards him like he was the shy one he was the i think he was the one that didn't want to like he was the reserved one the the conservative one but she was the one that was more kind of out there and more progressive i guess you could say and i think that was like the tension between the two of them too was that they that, that sexual tension back in the 60s for what it, that's worth but then then why couldn't think, he just say like i wish for your freedom do you want to date I don't remember. I, I, I honestly, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I haven't watched it. Since yeah, since because she's some kind of fucking weird sex slave. That's what I dream a genie is. Is is this weird <laughs> fucking brothel kidnapping? That show's weird. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but you know, it was always on TV in the '90s too, because you know Nick at Night. That's when I watched all these shows, like I Dream a Genie, Bewitched, The Munsters. You know all that shit. Uh, not Happy Gilmore, fucking. Happy uh, Gilligan's what? Island. Oh. <laughs> Sing Gilligan's same Island. Thing. But yeah, same thing. Right? But uh but yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at. So let's see. And then the the video too for this song. The only oh, video dude, for this I record. I love this video. <laughs> love this video. 
it's <laughs> i mean it's just like on this like really bad like stage like sound stage and they just like tell like he's literally ena- reenacting the story that he's telling which is so funny it's it's so stupid it's i like it it's first it's him getting chased by like girls in really really tight skirts and then each like verse has its own different scene that matched the lyrics Mm -hmm. but it's all done in kind of that that cartoony goofy roger rabbit style right yeah yeah. it's 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 like that that i don't know like you put up a big piece of wood and you paint it to look 3d but it looks really shitty so it's not really actually 3d like that type mm-hmm. of, of style. That's what it's kind of done like, and it's really funny. But even like, I don't know, man, this, that video is fucking a banger, and it's really funny. <laughs> I, liked it. I liked it a lot, too. It also reminded me a lot of, you know, the, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, of Bel-Air, the, that, that opening scene, too. It has that same, like, cheesy soundstage thing going on, and, you know, some, some of the fisheye lenses that they use, and just kind of the goofiness of it. It's, they're very much the same. It's super and, cool, though. Super but the song, dude, the song like starts off so deep, like, like the first verse, he's 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 talking about why girls are are trouble because when you get too fresh with them, they they, they like to yell rape, like that's that's kind of the 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 path yeah. that he's he's leading us down. He says, yeah, well, she yelled rape and I ran. And it's like what the fuck, dude? Like where? This mm-hmm. is not fun. This is not funny. Yeah, that- and so you like now looking back on it now with you know with different eyes, it's it's enlightening but back then Mm -hmm. it was i would assume that it's probably like yeah they do do that and it's like it was more it was more normal it was normalized and and then that's why later on and 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 guising at them but trouble because that song progresses to the extreme that's that song kind of starts off a little lighthearted and ends with essentially like homicide but i i think it's Dude, it's fucking it's it's so good. It's so good. Again, I this is like the birth of conscious rap it here. Is, no, I agree. We're talking we like we talk a lot about like the native tongues, tribe called <laughs> Quest, De La Soul, dude, Will Smith. As horrible not as horrible, as as one dimensional as he was, like this is where it started. This is it. He knows how to get the point across. Yeah, I mean that's a great point. Yeah. God it irritates me how fucking good he is and everything. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> And he's always super fucking know, buff right? too. Like, what the fuck, dude? I know. I know. I noticed that too when I was <sighs> watching some of the newer live videos. Like, the guy is still in great fucking shape. <laughs> like, he still looks young. Like, he doesn't look. He hasn't aged. Like, if you look at Jazzy Jeff, like he, you could tell he's he's older now. But but Will Smith, the dude doesn't fucking age. I know it's so it's annoying. It's so obnoxious. I feel like <laughs> I feel like friend of the pod knows somebody who knows somebody who worked for Will Smith. As a caterer, and well, I mean, we won't talk about that. Well, it's a friend of a friend of a friend, a fourth party friend. I, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, so you, it's you not, know, but yeah. I don't want to go too. Somebody far worked for it. him. Somebody, and, somebody and, and, works or worked for him. Yeah, and and let's just say they they he does. I mean, because of the money he makes, he does eat really healthy, and he he does have a personal chef to make him whatever he wants. So, I'm sure it's a lot easier to stay fit yeah. when you have people surrounding you to encourage you and things like that to us laymen who have to get up and then find motivation <laughs> in ourselves to go to the gym. That's a little more difficult, but damn, the song's a banger. <laughs> it is really good. I love this song. That's why it's my two B, but it's great. I don't know it's what really your fucking one B is, but I don't know. It's better than that song. Should we, should we get into my one B then? Yeah, I, I do want to get into your one B. 
Okay, it's uh, just one of those days. Oh my the next God. song. Wait, you don't like this one? This is an okay song. Oh, dude. It's not even a banger. No, not a banger. I only have five okay, wait, bangers. Okay, I have seven bangers. Yeah, I have no stinkers. Bangers. So I assume No, I've, I assume you have no stinkers. I have no stinkers. Okay. Okay, so th- this one this one is my, my favorite song on it. I I love the putting on the Ritz uh sample that they use. It it's so good. It's so good. And it's it, it kind of it still has that same kind of like flow and vibe of of girls ain't nothing but trouble but it in this one he's just talking about you know it's just a bad day for him it starts off a little weird when he's talking about like how he's grabbing her ass in class and then he gets suspended by the teacher because he got caught he's that was a little weird yeah or expelled yeah so that was a little weird but and then after that he talks about like he gets a flat tire and then he steals a bike a kid's bike to get where he needs to, or he, he's going to work, I think. So he steals a kid's bike, gets caught by the police, goes to jail, and then come to find out he didn't even work that day. <laughs> so it's so it's so innocent for the most part, and so stupid. But it, he has this cool, he has this great way of telling a story. And there are so many goddamn words in all of his songs, in all of their songs. Like there's like five verses. Each it's verse like four has four minutes like, long. It's like an essay. Like every verse is like a fucking essay. Like how do you? I mean, I know, I know he's an actor, but it's like how do you remember? How do you do this? How do you remember this? Because it's well, not like you're. It's not like when you when you're fed lines like on a or when you're when you're acting in a movie or a TV show. Like you have people to interact with. Like you have people to bounce ideas off of, so you can like remember your lines easier. But this is just him, just like just going and going and going and going. I don't know how he how he remembers all this. Oh, to it's be crazy to, to be to be fair, like we can probably <laughs> all nine Blink albums almost front to back, not just re not not just recite all the lyrics, but all of the drum parts, all of the bass parts, all of the guitar true, parts. Yeah, and that's just one band. I mean, just think about the, the, yeah. the hundreds of songs that you know by heart, every single part. And this yeah, is just that uh, is, that's a good point. Like, like the reason I, I, the, I think the song is okay is because there's like this the song I feel is mostly built around a heavy bass driven drum sound, and there's not mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of extra things going on. Eh, that's it's, true. That's about it. But it it's still like I I also like how he how he ends like the verse. He just he just says just one of those days. Like he just kind of like shrugs it off like it's nothing. But everything he he had already talked about in that verse was like wow dude that's like really shitty like it's a bad day. But he he just kind of like brushes it off, and I don't know. Well, it's, it's his attitude in the song that I like a lot too, mixed with putting on the Ritz, because that that song's a banger. It's it's funny because he talks about having a bad day, because we talk about having a bad day like it's really not our, it, it's out of our control. Uh, today's just a bad day, so whatever happens today, uh, it's just a bad day, you know. Like eh, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever happens happens. It is what it is. I follow science. Live, laugh, love. Oh. That's what. That's how our society views <laughs> as having a bad day. It's just if something happens, you mm-hmm. chalk it up to having a bad day. It's almost like you're disassociating yourself from taking responsibility. It's just a bad day, and like right off the bat, he gets expelled for sexually assaulting some girl, and he doesn't learn his lesson. And he's like, he, like he thinks it's funny, and he goes to the principal's office, and he still thinks it's kind of funny. And like the way he delivers the verse, it kind of seems like the character itself doesn't even really care. Or understand how extreme like the sexual mm-hmm. assault was, 
And he gets expelled. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It was just a bad day. It's like, no, dude, like <laughs> you're not going back to that school. Well, that was, that was awful. And then the second verse, like he thinks he's late for work. And so there's this whole chain of events where he like steals a bike and he's doing all these things. And then one, f- I thought was a really funny line, but one, one line is he says, he says, he, he tells the, the arresting officer, he says, you got five seconds before I punch out your lights. But then the cop pulled out his gun. I said, ha ha, psych. <laughs> oh, so stupid. That's, that's such a good line. It's so stupid. It's so like fucking cheesy and childish. And, but even like, even like equating sexual assault to the thinking you're late for work, thinking that those two are on the same level is is going along the lines of of girls ain't nothing but trouble. It's he's paint he's building us yeah. up to 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 crush the norms of 1987. I'm telling you, man, conscious rap at its finest right here. So subtle, so clean. No, I I think you're I think you're totally right. I think you're totally right. Because yeah, these a lot of these the the way he's speaking is so it's just so outdated and it I mean at the time if a lot of the shit was okay and a lot of people just didn't give a shit and that's how it was but I oh mean you're right he he was he was ahead of his time and it's it's remarkable still so is I'm going to play I want to play a little bit of uh of this song because I can't and it's the best song so here's just one of those days from Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff Hold up man let me go stop Yo, what's up, Prince, man? What's Yo, what's happening, Jeff, man? Hey, man, how you been? Hey, hey. What, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed? I know those girls ain't messing with you again. Ah, uh, man, it's not the girls, it's me, man. I know, it's, I thought it was the girls before, it's not the girls, it's me. What is it, man? Have you ever in your life experienced a day where nothing at all seemed to go your way? No matter how hard you try to get out of the rut, you just could not break the string of bad luck. A day where Murphy's Law takes over your life, and you just can't seem to do a darn thing right. And when the day was over, you just had to say, you said, man, it's just one of those days. Cool. I brushed my teeth, I combed my hair, I got dressed and went to school. I stopped at the store for a breakfast snack, a tasty cake and orange juice and a bubble yum pack. About that point, I proceeded to class. I spoke to all the pretty girls that I passed. I went to my room, which was on the first floor. I had no idea what I was in for. I sat at my desk, minding my own business. Someone knocked on the door, the teacher said, who is it? This girl walked in, my imagination ran wild. She stole my heart just by the way that she smiled. Couldn't resist, so I grabbed her belt. She said, what's wrong with you, fool? Are you some kind of nut? The teacher turned around while my arm was extended. She looked me in the face and said, Prince, you're suspended. I said, you're tripping. It's just a bad habit. She put it in my face. She must have wanted me to grab it. I pleaded my case while she wrote the pink slip, and then I just shook my head. I said, I don't believe this. She sent me to the head of the discipline staff. I tried to play it off, so I started to laugh. I said, this story is great. It's a big misunderstanding. One big mistake. He didn't think that it was funny. He didn't even smile. He said, mm, 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 you're an unlucky child. I stopped laughing and I said, why is that? He said, just get out my school and don't you ever come back. I said, wait, this is my school and you're telling me to leave it? He handed me my books and said, yup, you best believe it. As I walked up the school, back at the walls, I did gaze and said, man, it's just one of those days.
There it is. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Just one of those days. So this should definitely be one of your bangers. So I don't know what you're what you're talking about. Wait, what was it? I had to run up and get a beer real quick because I want to listen to the whole song. So I had to wait till the last second to run run and get a beer. You, like usually, if you play a song, I'll just I'll, at that point I'll just walk over and get a beer because the fridge is so close to me. Yeah, but I I liked the song's good. I like it, and I I want to listen to it. So I <laughs> like as as he said, this is one of those days. Like oh shit, I forgot I wanted to get a beer, so I ran over there real quick. And by the time I came back, you were already talking, so I missed what you were complaining to me about. No, I about me. Probably. I didn't complain. I was I was just I was just saying like I don't know why you don't like the song and it's not a banger for you. That's all I, I said. I, I, I just I, I think the beat's not there. I, I think the beat is is But why the, the the beat is the beat's still solid and that's it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't fantastic. do anything. It's it's the same thing. It, it's 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 a loop and, and it's it's lazy and it's whatever. It's fine. That's most hip hop music. No. I mean it no. it's, it's looped drums. Yes, no. Look on this out al- look on this album alone. The jazz the jazz song. That's that's not that's not most hip hop. No, I know. Like that's that's something different. That can but, elevate you. A touch uh, of jazz is something that can elevate you to be better, to be something more than just typical hip hop. That's no. No, that's how hip hop started, which is looping. But I'm, I'm saying in general that's most hip hop. Well then yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's why most, most hip hop is. is probably bad. Most rock music is bad. <laughs> Uh, would you yeah, agree? Okay. Would you agree fair that point, most rock point. music is probably bad? Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. Okay. So uh, let's see here. Do we, do we have anything else on this one? Uh, no, I deleted my notes. <laughs> Dude, even like in this song, he's okay. So he says a line. I forget if you're stalling. He says about to grab the girl's butt. She put it in my face. She must have wanted me mm-hmm. to grab it. Like holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Like that's pretty gnarly. That's like subtly. Yeah. The most controversial thing that they've said in five albums. Like that's. But it's. Yeah, that's pretty. But it's not. He doesn't say it because he believes it. He's saying he say he says it because he wants to. He wants us to really like pick it apart and 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 listen to it and and realize how horrible it is. I, I like I. I'm hoping. Yeah. I really. I think so because I think Will Smith's report card says says so. But I, I think I think Will Smith is really. He's an innovator, man. He's 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 there from the beginning. Judging off the music, the the TV, the movies, his personal life, what he does now, like everything about this guy is is progressive, is is conscious, is is PC, is woke, whatever you want to call it. Dude, Will Smith is Will Smith's the whole package. Mm-hmm. I'd fucking marry him. I don't even care. I would. I would. I mean, Will Smith is great. He's he's really done nothing wrong, like nothing bad, at least. He's he's pretty he's pretty cool. He's Man, pretty like cool if, guy. If it came out but like Will Smith was involved in this huge scandal, that would crush me. <laughs> I would <laughs> that would that would crush me. Yeah, it'd be pretty I, like this whole Cosby thing. Like I don't. know. That's that's what I, I was going to bring up with him. I didn't like him that much. That wasn't like I don't care. It, it it didn't affect me. Like it didn't affect me other than the fact that I just saw a scumbag getting what that scumbag deserved. Yeah. But if it happened to Will Smith, that would because crush you grew me. up with like cause you you watched a lot of stuff growing up, and as an adult, you watch a lot of Will Smith and listen to a lot of Will Smith. So I mean, yeah, I understand that, and that's how I f- I, I think a lot of people with Bill Cosby they felt that same way. Like he was this wholesome guy, who I mean, you unless you were in the the business, like you never would have expected him to be like this 
terrible rapist and and all that stuff who would drug women but you know I, I was thinking that this week i'm like will smith and bill cosby the way they kind of like they act in public and kind of what they they talk about is kind of similar how will smith also talks about like you know i can make a clean record and it'll still sell and this and like i don't need to do this this and that why does everybody have to cuss why does everyone have to do this and it, it 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 is kind of reminiscent of Bill Cosby, so I kind of thought about that this week, which is hopefully it's not the case, but who knows at this point. Well, it's it's um it's okay to to say that it reminds you of something, especially because Bill Cosby still new, it's still a new thing, especially with us because we're collecting vinyl now, mm-hmm. and now we see a lot of Bill Cosby records, oh my God. and nobody nobody wants them, nobody wants them, like nobody no, thought you, you can't, can't get have, rid of them. We, we can't even get rid of a freak. We Nobody have nine Bill them. Cosby records right now that we got in like a a, a bundle of like 400 records. There are nine Bill Cosbys in there and they're just going to be trashed because they're not going to. Well, plus the five that oh, I have oh, over okay, here. Yeah. So we have, bundle. we have 14 Bill Cosby records that, I mean, they're not worth anything. They're, they're worth, worth nothing. nothing. They're worth Rightfully so. nothing. Nobody will even pick them up for yeah. free. Rightfully so. They shouldn't be worth anything. But we also have 14 Bill Cosby records. So, I mean, the, the guy, the guy was, was Smith massive. Like the, Bill Cosby was so fucking popular as a stand-up comedian, as a, as everything, you know, his sitcom, everything. I mean, the guy was huge and then he turns out to be a complete scumbag. He just, he became an institution. He became bigger than, than like himself. Like he, he became too big. Yeah. Too big. I kind of feel like that's how Will Smith is too. I just hope. He's not a, a dirtbag, but he's not. He can't. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. Can't Bill Cosby be. got you know all this shit with Bill can't Cosby be. happened in his seventies, and Will Smith is still fairly young. So it's a lot of time. I know. I know. Will we talk? Oh, I mean, yeah, I, it's true. I, 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 mean, I know. I, I talked to him yesterday, I actually. I know. Yeah, we we had a good conversation. So I don't. I don't think so either. But plus, I, I I've seen Independence Day literally like a thousand times. So there's no there's no way it's not possible. Okay, so what is your? Uh, oh, your your, t- wait, your one B was girls. So what's your two B? Uh, two B is the magnificent Jazzy Jeff. Okay, let's get into that. What do you got? This is uh, this is track number five. Mm-hmm. This is a Jeff song. This is a chance for Jeff to throw out all his tricks and impress us. And it worked. And it's cool. It's a good. This is a great mix of beats and scratching. Mm-hmm. Like it's enough to be noticed, but it's not too much to be annoying, and it's also a really great mix of Will and Jeff. A lot of the times, we're just hearing nothing but Will, and Jeff is taking the back seat, mm-hmm. and you hear a lot of scratching. Jeff does a lot of scratching, but it's more like, like a lead guitarist will throw in mm-hmm. fills rather than being like in the forefront. Usually, it's just Will, and that, I mean, if we talk about Ready Roxy and the reason why he left, supposedly. That's a whole other thing, but it's it's always Will, and and we don't get a lot of Jeff, and this is the first time we got like a lot mm-hmm. of Jeff, and it wasn't even a lot of Jeff. It was like a it was like a fifty fifty finally, but it but it was it a was good a good fifty fifty because what Will was doing was hyping up Jeff, like that was that was it. It was all it was strictly a hype song. He's just talking about how he's like yeah. the greatest DJ ever, like he and how he's just stoked that that he's his DJ, you know, that they get to work together, like it's truly a hype song for for jeff and it's so cool and it makes sense and it i mean there's some really cool parts and 
the samples he uses, and then he even samples the angry boyfriend from Girls Just Don't Understand, or, um, oh my God, from Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like how he, the, he even samples his own song just because, you know? Why the fuck not? And then, like, the last almost two minutes of the song is just him scratching and fucking around and just being rad. So... It's good stuff. There's there's another banger of a lyric that Will Smith uh, throws out here. He's talking about Jeff. He says, he's as swift as a swift. <laughs> so that's that's pretty deep. That's pretty good. Very deep. I don't know what the fuck a swift is, no but he's as swift as a swift. Let, let's see if there's an actual definition and, uh, of it. What is a swift? A swift. Like S-W-I-F-F? Yeah. Uh... No, there's nothing. I, I don't know. I can't find anything. Just all Swiffer. Okay, never mind. Maybe it's a regional thing. It might be. I, I don't know. know. It might be. <sighs> anyway. But it's, it's 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 a good song and, and you know, it's I don't know. They don't they don't they mesh well together, but they only mesh well together because DJ or Jeff allows Will to go off. Mm-hmm. They don't mesh well together because it's a it's an equal fifty fifty partnership. They mesh well together because Jeff allows Will to do yeah. Will. And it gets kind of annoying. But this was the first time on this album, actually in their discography, because it's only track five, but this is the first time where they meshed well together because it was this was a 50-50 partnership here. Yeah, and I, I mean, and I'm totally fine with that. Like, like but even, even, though, even though he lets Will do his own thing, I still think that's good. Like, it's not... I don't want to paint that, like, in a negative way because it's not negative at all. No, it's... Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's not at all. I mean, they, so... I mean, it, it launched Will to be one of the biggest <laughs> celebrities that's ever been on the earth. So yeah, that's kind of weird. That's something. Uh, I did want to mention too. Uh, what I, I, when I was reading about how they met each other, I thought it was so cool. Oh, so it was good. so cool. So what happened was, uh, Jazzy Jeff was was DJing a party in Philadelphia, but his hype man was late. He didn't. He wasn't showing up until a little bit later. So he didn't. So Jeff didn't really know what to do. And then Will Smith happened to be at that party. Just a random dude was there. And that was Will Smith. And he came up on stage and he was hyping the people at the party up. And, you know, it was just, it was that, that they just like instantly clicked and gelled together. And then by the time Jeff's hype man actually got there, he was actually disappointed that he had shown up because Will Smith did such a great job. And they, they, they worked so well together that, it, that they ended up, he ended up just like firing that hype man and then, working with Will Smith and the rest is history. Like that it's just so weird and just so random, I guess you could say. I hate using that word random, but it really is. Well you should say is it's it's fate. fate. There is no fate but what you make. It's from Terminator Two. Okay. There is no fate but what you make. Okay? Mm-hmm. That is fate, baby. That is fate. <laughs> okay. But yeah, dude, from the beginning, like Will Smith is so fucking charismatic, it's irritating. And it's, but it's uh, great. It's fantastic. I think like he would be like my 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 top non-sexual crush would be Will Smith. <laughs> I think like if I had to pick one, he would be like my top non-sexual crush. Yeah, I I love everything. Like I, I just you truly admire the guy. That's what it is. I do. Yeah. I I I I usually have like my number one person that I want to fight like celebrity wise and then Ooh, who is that top non sexual crush? It used to be Zac Efron for like a long for long no time. reason because Zac Efron's kind of cool. 
He wasn't cool when I hated him, though. Okay, <laughs> when he only had like he wasn't one cool movie when I hated out. him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a movie yeah. that you probably never. And then he saw. became like, <laughs> and then he became like frat boy cool. Hey, I, li- I like Zac Efron. Um, I think he's funny. I think he's he's cool. I like him. No, I I, I think he's cool now. Yeah. He's probably always been that way, he's but you just had this crazy idea in your mind. Yeah, but um. Okay, so let's play a little bit of uh, the magnificent Jazzy Jeff. So here we go yeah. from the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Some DJs are, some DJs are even. But here's a little something about my DJ. The magnificent Jazzy Jeff. So bust his beat. Magnificent Jazzy Jeff. Now, dude, there's some there's some great like back and forth like with the 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 vocal samples that he uses, and then Will like comes back and just like plays off of that. It's so good. Ah. They don't they don't do it a lot. They they don't they don't do. I mean, they don't do back and forth vocals ever except once on this album. Yeah, yeah. And they don't do a lot of back and forth vocals and. DJing a lot, I like now that I think about it, they, they, I don't. I think this may be like the only time they've done it. Maybe a couple other times, which is it. so weird because like I, because I mean the Beastie Boys were doing it at this point, and I would have thought that they would have like kind of picked up on some of the Beastie Boys stuff and and I mean you, I don't know they. I feel like they would have done more of the back and forth because the Beastie Boys were blowing up at this point. I don't know, maybe or maybe because it was New wonder- York. And they tried to keep away from the New York scene. I don't know. I don't know why they would. But. Yeah, but then their their fucking their song uh, "Rock the House" was was f- supposedly live from Union Square in Manhattan. Mm. 
Yeah, that's and true. like anybody that that knows like hip hop culture, like Union Square is, is extremely famous for not just like hip hop culture, but African American culture, counterculture in general. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of guys started off doing public like park battles here. Mm-hmm. They called them like ciphers, but like they're more informal, casual, freestyle jazz stuff. But like, dude, Kid Cudi, the P Diddy, Mos Def, a lot of guys got their start doing this stuff in Union Square, and their third track is is a live thing from that with with Ready Rock C, who's, who's not even like in the band. So it's just it's I don't know like this 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 group this group is like embedded in some really rich hip hop culture, but they present themselves as being superficial. But mm. I don't think they're superficial at all, which almost makes me think now that I'm thinking about it. In my mind, I was thinking, yeah, I think in your mind that maybe. <laughs> Maybe their manager <laughs> saw saw an opportunity. Whoever their manager was, whoever Will's manager was, say like, "Hey, lean into this aspect," because I think Will could have like read a fucking grocery list, and it still would have been as fun. Yeah, because he I think has Will could have done anything. He has that. It's not even like a. It's there. It's not even like a super fluid flow. It's more of like a like a staccato, like dun 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 dun. It's like it's like a, a melodic flow, I guess you could say. Rather than just him just like rattling, rattling, rattling off words and just having it be kind of seamless, like he has like a like like beats to his own vocal delivery, I guess you could say, which a lot of hip hop of this era had, but I feel like he did it so well. He was so good at it, and maybe that's what makes him such a good actor too. Or or yeah, it's like he knows how to how to go with the beats of a of a story or the beats of a scene. I, how, to, I really how to roll with the punches, kind yeah. of, right? But then it, it also kind of made me wonder this week, too. I'm wondering if, like, this group would have been much more popular, much more legendary, had Will Smith not become an actor. Like, it, I feel like this this group could have been, like, just, like, as big as the Beastie Boys or as big as whoever, you know, of this era. But because he was, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then Independence Day, Men in Black, so on and so forth, that kind of overshadows or it gives less credibility to this era of his career because people just throw him off or write him off as being like a, a sellout almost. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. But. I don't, I, I don't think so. I, I, I think I almost think like this is a, not a long con, but this is a, a long predetermined path that Will Smith set his sights on and achieved it. Because he started off as this goofy hip hopper and progressed a little bit, and then that transitioned into being the Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. and then having his own TV show where it was seemingly goofy. And as a kid, like I knew what the Fresh Prince was as a kid, I just never watched it, but I knew it was goofy, yeah. and I knew like Will Smith dressed in like goofy clothes, and it was it was silly. But then the older I got, I realized like, holy fuck, he has something to say. This show has something to say. And that transgressed, that progressed into him, you know, doing bigger films and, you know, like Independence Day and Men in Black and stuff. That wasn't very big. But Bad Boys, Bad Boys oh, is Bad kind Boys of like huge, a deeper yeah. cut. And that's, I mean, it's not just like a big blockbuster movie, but that's that's kind of like a like a, like a a deeper societal cut, I guess, for, yeah, for two, two African-American cops pretty much doing whatever they want. Where you know you get your Starsky and Hutches and Mel Gibson's always out there, and it's like now you got Will Smith and Martin Lawrence blowing shit up. Like that's really <laughs> cool. And yeah, it's and then like Will Smith like transitions and does his own like 
his own his own solo stuff. But then he still contracts Jazzy Jeff to help him out produce albums or produce some of the songs to to, yeah, to lay down some of the DJ track for some of the songs. And so it's like he never loses sight of where he came from, but he's always progressing to be better and better and better. And then you see him progress not just like, as like a like a like a person, but as an actor, right? He goes from making like Men in Black to doing movies like Seven Pounds, where he sacrifices himself to doing uh, the Pursuit of Happiness mm-hmm. to 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 direct. I think he directed I Robot. I think like that was when he directed and what? starred. No, in, I thought I Robot produced and starred in. Wasn't I Robot a Spielberg movie? Maybe, it was either I Robot or I Am Legend. One of the eyes. Um, One of the eyes was was like produced or directed by him and starred him. Wait, is I Robot even a movie? I hope it's I Am Legend because I Am Legend's better. I oh, Robot's no, good. No, yeah, it's yeah, the no, one right, where it's right, like right. futuristic. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it yeah, is yeah. a movie. Yeah, no, I remember the the cover. No, no, one hundred percent is a movie. I no, it's definitely. I just can't remember if it's if it's no. I Robot or I Am Legend. One of the two, he produced or directed and starred in. And yeah. so, like, I don't know. You, I, I hope it's I Am Legend because that one's a fucking banger. So he, I robot's uh, good too, though. I robot's good too. He didn't do either. I mean, he was in it. Uh, he was in both movies, obviously, but he had nothing to do with the directing, writing. Nothing he didn't produce like or direct either of them. No, 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 no. Nope, oh, nope, dude, nope. he should have produced. He should have directed I Am Legend. That was a good one. Well, I Am Legend was based off of a book or two books. It looks like. But he should have written the book. <laughs> he should have written the book. <laughs> 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 I am Legend is really good though. I just watched I Am Legend last week too. I I have to watch. I always have to watch that one in two parts because he has to choke his dog out. It's really oh, it's fucking so sad. sad. I know. I, and I always I always stop it right before he chokes the dog out, and then I'll pick it up the next time because the next time I pick it up, it's halfway through, and by the time I'm sitting down and I'm getting into it, that part's already over. Cause it's really sad. I don't like watching it. No, I didn't. who would enjoy watching that? Honestly, I know it's it's, it's too it's much. terrible. My heart, my heart can't take it. But he, yeah. he should have written that book. But <laughs> you, you just see, you just see Will Smith progress as as this like. What is it? Is his real name even Will Smith? I looked at his Wikipedia page like forty times. I don't even know. I don't What's know. his let real me, name? Is it Will Smith? What? Dude, it has to be. Will you don't even know, do you? Like we both looked at it probably forty fucking times this week. <laughs> How do we not know what? At minimum, <laughs> William, right? William Smith. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, William Carroll Smith. Well, no, William Carroll Smith Jr. That's what it is. Born in so 1968. Not, wow. Dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Will Smith has built this persona up from day one. And it's just... Like like when he gets home, he probably... Like Mission Impossible style. He probably takes off his mask and he's like some fucking scrawny white girl or something. <laughs> and it's... yeah. Because I just don't understand how he can keep this up for so long and just get better and better and better and better, but still keep the same tones from earlier on. He like he's like the perfect band, right? Like a band that progresses but still keeps their early sound. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And I'm I'm thinking too. Has he ever, besides Wild Wild West, has he ever made a bad movie? Wild Wild West it wasn't bad though. Eh, I watched not that, that one good. It's like not a month good. ago. Damn, you're going like on these Will Smith marathons. I mean, I I just I I watch Will Smith movies like because they're I mean first of all they're you can good. find no, something because he's done so many you can find something on at least one of the the streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Oh, Enemy of the State that was a good one too. Oh, with Gene Hackman Damn, that was a yes, fantastic that was a great one. movie. And then even Blink, you know, Blink took played on that that title for Enemy of the State. So, you know, I'm reading right now real quick that he actually turned down the role of Neo in the Matrix. To do Wild Wild West. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's good for the Matrix because there's no way Will Smith could have done that. It's no. too serious. In way, yeah. I, in that sense, too sci-fi, too weird. I can't imagine. But, I cannot imagine oops. him in the Matrix. Would have been a, an entirely like different that. movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that story of Sean Connery turning down the role of Gandalf. Yeah. Because you didn't understand like the script. Yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> we literally Oops. just watched The Rock last week and Brian and I were talking about that too. Like how he turned down Lord of the Rings because of that. Dude, <laughs> the, ro- the Rock is a whole Oh, it was for experience. The Rock? He turned down Lord of the Rings for The Rock? No, no, no. He turned down Lord of the Rings for um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, leave us now. Oh, my yeah, God. That, that movie is terrible. trash. That movie is terrible. Wow. And that was his that last movie. trash. He didn't make, he, he never made anything after that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Fuck. I, I think, like, now that I'm thinking my mind, I'm thinking that he picked up that <laughs> script because he also time. didn't understand that one, but, <laughs> but picked it up because Lord of the Rings, he didn't understand that one. So he's like, oh, I don't understand this one. I might as well pick this one up too. And it turned out to be complete shit. Complete shit. For me, that's just like a folklore that i'm thinking of in my mind <laughs> but and like the gandalf thing doesn't really make much sense because those are they, those were wildly popular books for the last like for the 50 years prior to that you know those books were written in the, in the 40s or 50s and like he he never understood it he never i don't know it, that story is still weird that is weird right because weird. yeah he was alive when when they were when they came out when and, they and yeah and when they were originally released, and so like, even just growing up throughout the decades, there had to have been people that read them and talked about them and loved yeah. them. Like there's no way he he could have unless he's so aloof and so conceited and and just such an idiot, which is completely possible. real and possible. <laughs> it it's, makes no sense. It's yeah. silly, pathetic, but it's still a fun. Yeah, to, yeah, it's still a fun pathetic. story to talk about that he turned down lord of the rings because he didn't understand the script <laughs> oh man <laughs> okay uh back to the back to this record because I, actually i do want to talk with you outside of the pod about the rock because there's some really interesting stuff about that but um oh, anyway. you're all about this this james bond thing now huh? oh dude this is dude it <laughs> blew my mind <laughs> it, like, coincides my with like dr no and, and dude and it coincides and so much no no we'll get into it after the pod like after oh, yeah, we're done oh, recording because oh, yeah, oh, yeah. wow <laughs> dude, i was just like blown away um okay um fuck man what, 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 what are we doing let's just let's let's kill rock the house because we're talking about the the union square thing in manhattan mm-hmm. and yeah. then i talked about ready rock c and then we can just nip that real quick in the butt hole <laughs> so this is the beatbox. Ready Rock C. Yeah, it's the beatboxing yeah. one. Has that really weird melody that is kind of off key, or that is off key, and um, and they, they just switch off the vocals with each other a lot. It's it's a fun song. This is my five B. It's my five B. I just don't understand like the sequencing. Like, why have it this early on? It is a I little strange, but I don't get it. I I think it's fun i think it's funny and it reminds me of like camp because at camp you do a lot of songs and you sing the song and then mm-hmm. so it's like a call and answer thing and you'll be like now do it old man style and you like talk like this while you sing the song but oh another one is like you do it you call out underwater style and then you, you just like do like this thing and like talk like you're underwater like it's so fucking stupid and that's what they did in here 
Yeah. He's like, now yeah. sing it like you're underwater. Like, because he's, he's beatboxing and singing the tune of Sanford and Sons. And then he does it while he's underwater. It's so stupid. And that, <laughs> that brought back so much nostalgia. And I was just, I, I was dying. I, I, I laughed pretty damn hard. <laughs> it's so, it's very, very stupid. But it's a, it's, it's just, it's a hype song. That's all this is through and through. The, all they're talking about is, is hyping up the crowd and getting everybody going and, and just stoked, just happy to be there. You know, it's just a super positive song with no real deep meaning. And uh, musically, lyrically, it, it all it all relates. It's it's a really cool song. It's a really fun song, even though at moments it's really bad. But it it the charm is there. It's truly a charming song. Yeah, here's so. here here's the extent of of Will's lyricism. He says. This is a party, so go grab somebody, drink some Bacardi, and dance with everybody. Like that's so good, though. It's so good. That's Come it. on. I get it. Come on, that's, man. That's, that is so yeah, good. That's, that's Why fine. are you being so critical of that? <laughs> you, know, you like some dumbass fucking lyrics. And then you it's criticize fine. this? this that, that's, that's a cool set of lyrics right there. Go dude, you're crazy. Dude, writing, writing like somebody with Bacardi is... He does. He, he does have one. There's one instance on this entire record. Where I thought he elevated his rap game, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay. But this this, this Ready Rock C guy, right? Clarence Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yo, Holmes, see you later. Smell you later. Whatever he fucking says. <laughs> but this guy, this guy quits the groove, right? Supposedly because he thought that Will wanted all the spotlight. He even sued the group for royalties, but was denied because he waited too long and the statute of limitations ran out. Really? I think, didn't read that part, no. But then, yeah. But, th- but then you think, like, even if he stayed, they, they wouldn't have meshed. They wouldn't no, have meshed. You can't... Will doesn't, doesn't deserve all the spotlight, but he can command this group it. can't handle... Yeah, but this group, yeah, exactly. This group can't handle anybody else but Will, because yeah. Will, Will, Will can handle it, but he doesn't deserve it. But he can definitely handle it. Yeah. And I think having another person there just, it, it's it, it wouldn't it wouldn't mix. And and like Ready Roxy is pretty good at beatboxing, having fun, but I just I don't see how more of this type of mashup would have fared in the, like the long run. Of no, the group. not for it an just, entire it album. Just, it of doesn't this. make sense. No way. No, doesn't make sense. This group is a is a two piece, through and through. That, that's how they work best, and it it's so good. Uh, should I play a little bit a little bit of Rock the House, or do you want to go to a different song? You do you. That's not a banger for me, but you do you. I mean, it's my five B, but we can we can skip it. It's fine. Okay, it's totally. We don't have to play it. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Uh, so then, what are we on? Are we on my three B or your three B or what are we? My three B is guys ain't nothing but trouble. Oh, I mean, we already we talked about that a lot. Unless you got something else on that one. No, I mean, I just you know, it's 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 uh okay. So I just uh, okay. I guess we'll talk <laughs> about <laughs> it. Cause I want to. I love how <laughs> how in Girls in Nothing But Trouble, the I Dream of Genie thing starts right up. Boom! God, that's such mm-hmm. a fucking catchy theme song too. It's ridiculous. It is. It's so good. But in this one, I like how the I Dream of Genie thing doesn't really come in hard, doesn't really come into play until after Ice Cream Tea has had her way with Will. After she sort of <laughs> said, told him why he's, he's kind of a prick, but mm-hmm. in a nice way. Like the way he treats women in his version, 
is a lot worse than the way she treats him in her version. Mm-hmm. Like she's very tact about it. She's very nice about it. She's very informative. She's very professional. And then after the first verse, then it's like, it comes in real hard. It's like this mic drop and it's just like, whoa, like, I don't know what to fucking say. Like I just got told, like, I just, I feel like an idiot now. And I did like, you know, I was thinking in my mind, I did that. I just felt, I got stupid yeah. afterwards. Yeah. I just, it was, it was a good, it was a good buildup. It was. Song. It truly was, and I, I think even the latter half of the song, I think I feel like you you see her like build up, and she gets a little bit more aggressive uh, about what she's saying to him, and it, it's a great rebuttal. Like this is like a really a really good thought out song, and and response to to the first song. It's just the the one two punch of these songs is just it's flawless. It really is flawless. Even though I don't think she's like the best, she doesn't have like the best flow. She's not like the greatest yeah, I don't, rapper. I don't think but, so either. But that, that that's that's like it shouldn't even really be talked about because like lyrically and and songwriting wise, it the one two punch is so it's so great, so great. But do you do you do you like? I almost I, I don't have the vinyl, but I almost think like. This should have opened up the second side. Does this song open up the second side, or is it just rocking? No, 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 no. The the side side B starts with magnificent Jazzy Jeff. Oh damn! Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, it's it's a lot of songs on. It would be too many songs on the A side because the songs are like four to five and a half minutes long. They're long songs. But you see, man, you can only fit so much onto it. this should have opened up the second side though. This this would have been a fucking killer side B opener. It would have been, but then if you look at what what comes out, what comes on after this, it's only a touch of jazz, which is less than or it's about two minutes long, and then don't even try. I think is five, so it's it's not enough to fill up a side to fill up the B side. Well, you could have taken out fucking rock the house and put it on after this. No, that's put true. Be, before special announcement. Yeah, but then uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe maybe to finish up. Yeah, before special announcement because that's. Do you gotta open? You gotta open up side B with with guys in nothing but trouble. That's like the perfect call and answer. It's uh, you can't get more better. You can't get more better, more bestest than that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, do we want to play a little bit of this real quick, or what do you think? Uh, no, it's okay. I'm 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 spit baby. I'm on a roll okay. here. Okay, right. my three B. That's your three B. Okay. Uh, do you got anything else on this one? No. Okay. I deleted my notes. It's gone forever. Okay. So my three B is three uh, B is a touch of jazz song mm. right after this. The instrumental, the the short instrumental. It's my four B. It's super. It's such a nice like break from everything that you heard. It's just there's no vocals. It's just him ripping it up with some really cool jazz jazz parts, and I like this one. And what did you say it was a four B? Yeah. Four B. Okay. I think. There, there's a lot of samples thrown in here. I think it works, but it needs a little work. I think it's fluid, but sometimes like his beat is too loud. It reminds me of Girl Talk. When, okay. when Girl Talk splices up a lot of shit, he he lays down a beat and the beat is fucking loud, and then everything else comes second. Mm-hmm. But I, I I would have liked to see 
I would, I would have liked to see things here. Like I, I, I want to see hear the samples breathe a little bit and let the beat calm down, take a backseat, let the sample come in hard. It never really did that, but I do love this song a lot, and That's I play really cool. it. And this is a fucking banger of a song. Damn, but I do think it needs. It I, I, this is my hip hop. Um, oh, okay. Playlist. Okay. But I think I think it does need a little work. I, I think it could be a little bit better. I can see that, but I mean that that's that's more of like the the big production wise. I'm that's just, not really the the sequencing necessarily of the of the song itself, right? And I'm so just nitpicking saying, like, because that's 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 what we're that's what we're doing here. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So um, I'll play a little bit of it because it's it's a nice break and it's really good. So here's a, a touch of jazz from. Uh, there we go. There it is, a touch of jazz from DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. So good, it's so good. <laughs> so that's my number three. So I mean, there's not much more to talk about it because they're it's an instrumental. It's an instrumental, yeah. So it's good. <laughs> it's good. So uh, so that was my three. What, what what do you got for your four B? That was my four B. Oh, that was your four B. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then my last my last B is uh, the next mm-hmm. song. Don't even try it. Really, okay. I I I think the bass line's cool. It's heavy. It's oh, uh, so it got a little, little little twang twang to it. And this song, mm-hmm. I think he uh, he shows some some of his rap chops. A little he bit. Does, yeah, he does some he does some cool shit here. Um, specifically, what the fuck? Oh, okay, okay. So specifically, there's a line. He said, because this whole song is about like um, uh, people coming out the woodwork now that this group is getting famous and they're trying to get like mm-hmm. trying to get their trying to get their their shit, you know, like, hey, what's up? Like, come at me. He talks about Teresa. Will Will talks about this girl, Teresa. It's kind of sad. 
where, where he's like he follows his girl Teresa and he builds up courage to talk to her and he talks to her and she fucking she what he says was she disses him and and also dismisses him, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Only to have her dis dis me and dismiss me. That's what he says. So that was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's what the song's about. But then this other part he talks about. He says he says but when I when I took my song to a record producer. He told me that I'd better go drink some rap juice or and then moves into his next line. So it's that it's that rap juice comma or he's rhyming producer with juice, mm-hmm. but he's adding the or whatever part of speech, the preposition or whatever the fuck the part of speech or is <laughs> adding that in there is choppy. It's lazy. But damn, dude, the way he delivers it is fucking flawless and it's. I think this is the best thing he did in this entire record. That one little line. It was so great. It was so it kind of it was so nuanced and it was so so I don't know, like upper level shit. Mm-hmm. It's good. You and don't have crazy. to just rhyme straight word for word. You can rhyme words with anything else you want to and add Fuck man, I wish I really really would have looked up that part of the speech of what that is so I can sound really smart. <laughs> Maybe our friend of the pod, Justin the Mingler could yeah, could yeah. could help me out here, but I, I thought that was amazing to add or after he's he's rhyming producer with juice, but then adding or so producer juice or <laughs> so and then add and then going into his next sentence and it it sounds so dumb, it, it does. does it sounds so stupid, but dude he pulls it off and you never would have thought twice about it because it's so flawless because he has the confidence too. That's another thing. Like if you can. If you if you're confident in what you're what you're saying and what you're, you know, putting out there, then it's gonna it'll it'll sound okay. It'll sound good, and that's kind of what this this record is too. There's there's a lot of confidence in every part of this record, even though some of it isn't that great. But you know they they got the they got the what what's another word for confidence? I don't know, but confidence is a good word. That's like throwing it back to Shock G. Shock G, who who recently passed away, in the song um, The Humpty Dance, he rhymes mm. the word Humpty with like umpty, and then he talks about how he doesn't give a <laughs> fuck. He can rhyme anything he wants because it's stupid. And it's just because he's so funny about it and he's so confident and he can portray it as just like a joke and then bring mm-hmm. light to the fact that nothing rhymes with whatever he's trying to rhyme. It works. And you don't yeah. got to like hide it and mask it and all these things. And I think... Will's writing a fine line here of trying to hide like the lack of rhyming also with just being fun about it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just absolutely perfect. Yeah, you're totally right. It really worked out for him on this one. He's I, I feel like there are moments, not just on this record, but other records too, that like he can do a lot of stuff, but he he chooses not to. Maybe it's a maybe that is a confidence issue too. I don't know. I, I'm kind of going back. I'm flip flopping right now. Like he, I don't, I, I can't, I can't peg like his, 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 uh, his drives. I can't peg what he's all about. Yeah. Like he, like there's a moment on their, on the last record they did. Maybe, no, it was the last record. It was Red Zone. Wait, what's that? Red Zone? Red Code? Whatever that record is. The last one. There, there's a moment yeah. later in the record where he, he kind of, he does that, that style of hip hop, that, that rapid fire delivery of, of words that, da, 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 like, I, I can't even try to, try to do it myself but like he it's something that i've i never heard him do on any other song on this on on those five records but he did it so well in that song for that very brief moment 
So like he does have the, these these instances where you know he's trying something new, but then he never does it again, and I don't know why. Because sometimes it works out so fucking well. There's some maybe there's it's some just good not ones. not maybe it's not part of the plan, like the the, the manager's plan or something. Because maybe, you're right, yeah. he did he did have that like Eminem sounding verse where it was super fast. Mm-hmm. Right, do you know what I'm talking about? That was the first. In, yeah, I do. I totally yeah. do. There's the only there's the first and only time he's ever done anything like that. Yeah, it, it almost it kind of it made me think of Run the Jewels because Run the Jewels never really ever do that. They never really deliver their lines that way, but every like maybe like once a record they they do that and it's like wow that's that's sound that sounded really really great and it makes me think like why don't they ever do that more like that's dude it's so killer so fucking killer but maybe maybe it's also an issue of like overusing it i don't know i really don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) hip-hop is it it's so new to me it really is so i'm i'm still in the very I mean, it's, it's, it's new to everybody. It's it's still progressing as a genre. Like it's it's true. That's yeah. why it's so exciting. Is like rock has been done, dude. Rock is there's not a lot in the rock realm that that can shock people. Whereas hip hop, love it or, or hate it, like the the SoundCloud rap era, like that was something oh, new. So that terrible. was something fresh. Some people fucking hated it. Some people really loved it. But that's still something new. Hip hop is evolving. Whereas like rock and and jazz and I don't know a lot about jazz, but I don't think jazz evolves that much. So there's you know it's hip hop's in its own. It's still kind of in its like teenage phase here. Okay, okay. Well, it's exciting. Like throwing it back to jazz. Like there's been a lot of change in jazz. I mean, you got the jazz fusion that started in the '70s, which progressed into the really shitty jazz fusion of the late '80s and till now, essentially. Like there's. There, there has been a lot well, of progression yeah, in jazz. But for the past Even like 40 years, has jazz too. really changed? Uh, no, I guess not. I mean, Maybe let's not become... even get into like blues music, but blues music, in, I mean, in essence, blues music shouldn't really change. It should be stripped down music, basic stuff, That's which the is idea, fine. Right? And yeah. you just kind of noodle around it. But like, you know, it's a lot of these genres, they don't, they don't change. It's, they're, they're, they're stagnant. They, they tread water and, you know, good or bad, whatever. But hip hop is... Hip hop something different. Hip hop, hip hop changes. Hey, hip hop changes with the times more than any other genre. I feel, but it only changes with the times because because it is the thing that changes. Wait, what am I trying to say here? Okay, like, so like, does one change because of the other, or does the other change because of one type of thing? Yeah, like like times change because people are doing something different with hip hop. It's not because. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I get. I, I think I get what you're trying to say. I don't. I also don't know how I would phrase that. But I think it's, I get what you're trying to say. I hope so. I hope other people are too. Like chicken and the egg type of thing, right? Did, which one? Yeah, which I one guess so. Kind of comes first, but yeah, I feel like I feel like hip hop music. I, I, is, I think I get it. I feel like hip hop music isn't based on like what's going on in the current in the current musical environment, like hip hop changes just to change, but it doesn't really take a lot of, it doesn't seem like it takes a lot of influence from other genres or what else is going on. That's why we've seen these like huge changes from, from the golden era to gangster rap to the beginning of conscious hip hop to, to, you know, pop hip hop, I guess in, in the late nineties through most of the two thousands, which led into the SoundCloud stuff. And then mumble rap, which is all part of that, 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I feel like I think it, it's something disconnected from what else is going on in the musical world, pop music world. Like it, ten, it mean, tends to I, pave I, its I, own I, I think, it pave its own way. I think that's by like design because the the music world since hip hop originated has been has shunned itself to hip hop and I mean look how long it took from hip hop to be conceived until like it was even a thing at the Grammys like what 1989 yeah a, a, over a decade like yeah, I, I think true. like hip hop by design is is you know I don't I don't think you like this word but or this phrase but I think hip hop by design is like counterculture it's what it is I, eh. it is. It is. It isn't what it is. But then also, but then also say, you know, bringing it up, bringing up the Grammys with that, like, I don't think that's a good comparison because if you look at like the metal category of the Grammys, that wasn't brought up until 88, I think. And metal had been around since the early seventies with Sabbath. And even if you want to argue, you know, Zeppelin at some points, but you know, it took over 15 years for metal to even be recognized by the Grammy, by the Grammys. So I don't know. But metal wasn't a def- metal was an offshoot of another sound. Hip hop is a completely new sound. Metal was just an offshoot of rock. Like that's not. Is it? But is like, it to like say a- something to say Zeppelin is metal over rock? Like you could fight about it all day, but you would never call Zeppelin hip hop, and you would never call fucking Mo's Def metal. Like those are two completely different things. And to argue metal over rock is like now we're just talking semantics, but. But even to not like, have a not recognize a genre of hip hop is just that's fucking silly. But then isn't especially the Grammys. But isn't like the but I even thinking about it too, the jump from like funk to hip hop isn't that big. Especially considering a, a lot of early hip hop sampled funk artists, soul artists, and stuff like that. And if you look at like kind of how a, a lot of funk songs are 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 presented are kind of hip hop are kind of hip hop, you know? It's like the way they deliver the lines and the way they do certain certain things within the songs, it's not a huge jump from funk to hip hop. It really isn't. No, not at all. And I would I would be curious to see I mean what like what, what is rock anyway? Like that 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 notion of of having rock or metal or whatever is is subjective as shit anyway and like you're right. Like hip hop started because of funk metal, be- or not funk metal, funk metal. <laughs> which is a cool fucking, which, which is a cool genre, but because of funk, because of soul, because of even disco, like a lot of these things. Yeah, that's why hip hop was originated. I keep saying that, like, 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 like Rage, Rage the Machine when they, yeah. <laughs> both both <laughs> times you said so it, annoying. I thought of Rage, and I thought you were going to say it's, the next line. <laughs> I know I, I'm trying not to do that, but I can't stop thinking about it. It's so annoying. I don't know. Whatever, dude. Okay. How he um, says it all fast, and he gets like oh, originated. <laughs> gets off quick. That's so good. Um, what an asshole. So, so don't even try it. That that's the song we're talking about. Um, I agree with you. The bass line is, is really cool. The the sample that they use, though, um, the I don't know, I guess high guitar part or synth or whatever it is or keyboard. Did you ever play Super Mario Six Golden Coins on the Game Boy? No, I never, never heard played, of that one. Never okay. Six Golden Coins. Six Golden Coins. Yeah, I I mean I had it. <laughs> the fuck is that? It was one of my favorite Mario games growing up. It it's so fun because it, it's it's so different from like the Ninten- the Nintendo and Super Super Nintendo Mario games. It's really good. Uh, but you know, I played it so much. But the sample they use, I feel like, took from that game, 
but then it doesn't make sense because the game came out after this album. So I don't know. It just it instantly it brought me back to that game and and the music within that game because that sample just sounds entirely pulled from it. it. It's so weird. But I was hoping you had played the game or you knew about it. <laughs> it's called Super Mario Land Two Six, Six Golden, Golden Coins. Coins. Did you ever play this? In the map, the map looks just like Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the way it's laid out and the way it looks. It looks just like Super Mario World. I've never heard of this. It's really good. Did you ever play the first Super Mario Land? That was a good one too, for the Game Boy. I don't. No, uh, I never that, had a Game Boy. You, really? Besides, dude, I never. When, I, when Pokemon I, came out, I, 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 honestly, I never. I didn't play Pokemon. No, I did play Pokemon when it came out, actually. But I played it in Game Boy Color, so maybe I didn't play Pokemon when it came out. I don't know. I didn't play a lot of games or watch a lot of TV as a kid. I just, I, I don't know. I just, I, I never, wasn't your never thing. did. I shared, a, I shared a room till I was like 14, so I just never had like a room of my own. Never had a yeah. TV in my room till I was like way older. I just never, I never, I was always outside. Like I always just like never was home. And I mean, times I, I, I spent it at yeah. my friend's house and I decided I just never would come home and. It's not a bad thing at all. I just I don't know. I thought, 64, you, thought you might have played it. Sixty four was my first, my first console, and I got that when it came out. I still have it. Damn. The console I got when it came out, I still have my, the same <laughs> one. Damn, it still works. I still play it. Sixty four was your first, huh? Damn, that's crazy. That's why it's my fave. That's why it's my, I, I feel like the sixty four controller really separates the boys from the men. That horrible <laughs> design controller really so, separates the people. It's terrible, but. It's iconic. If, if, because there's essentially three, you, you need three hands to perfectly master it. Nobody has three hands as far as I know. So how fast <laughs> you can go, because I, I, I use my left hand to move from the left position to the middle position. Yeah. Because so that's what really separates, that's what, that's what separates the bourgeoisie from the proletariat right there. That's it. But we all have know have nots. But we all know that the sixty four controller, how rarely you have to actually use the D pad. Hey. I mean, come on. Duke Nukem, uh NFL eh. Blitz. Um need I go on? Yeah, but NFL Blitz is no, come on. You don't it's not like it's super it's not detrimental. You know, you can move if fast can, enough to where you can where you, where it's if you okay. can master the sixty four controller, you can master any controller. That's true. That's a good point. That is a good point. Easy peasy. Yeah. All right. Anyway. 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 Uh, don't even. Do we want to play? Don't even try it. What do you want to do? No. That's that was my last B. I don't have any more Bs. So whatever. How many more Bs you got? How many killer Bs you got? I, I got seven, and then don't even try it was my seven B. Um, my my five B was Rock the House, which we already talked about. My six B was just rocking. And we we didn't talk about just rocking, right? But that's fine. Yeah, we, we talked about wink fest for Will. Yeah, but it was I, I I thought it was a lot of fun. The, the, all the scratching, and I don't know, it, and just Will is like one, Will also wraps over a lot of a lot more scratching than he normally does. And then there's some like beatboxing thrown in there, but it's not like it's not overdone. Um, I don't know. It's really good though. This one's funny because. It sounds aggressive, but it's not actually being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 just him listening to music, like loud know, music, right? and <laughs> and you think it's gonna go somewhere, but it it doesn't. And and no. maybe that's like that's like that simplicity that that you know that one dimensional aspect is you know keeping true to form. But it's like this is cool. I I, I like 
again, I, I like that it sounds aggressive, but it's not really aggressive. Mm. I mean, the the first part of it is him talking about uh, him just playing music really loud. But then, like, eventually it kind of, the lyrically it kind of evolves into him saying also, you know, he is the greatest MC and this, he's hyping himself up essentially, which he doesn't do very often. He's usually only ever was, hyping up what? I thought that was because he was in his room, like daydreaming, listening to music and then like oh, drifting yeah. off. And like, you know what I mean? Because he's talking about like way. how his mom's like knocking on the door and he's like, I'm just rocking. <laughs> and then it yeah. goes off into like all these other people. And I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought that was just him like daydreaming while he's listening to music thinking he could do better or just like thinking of big dreams in general, which is cool. Like I, then I don't like, I, I don't know. I think that's, that, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. I, I didn't even think of it that way, but that actually makes way more sense. That makes way more sense. So I, I stand correct. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, it really is. It, it's a cool song. So that's, Oh shit. Fuck. Burping over here. So yeah, that just rocking is my number six, and then yeah, and then seven was don't even try it. So let's wrap it up and uh, give our give our rating on this. Final thoughts. Give our rating with our three point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is a trash fire. So what do you got, Jeff? This was this was interesting. This was interesting because it was. I mean, a hell of a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And it wasn't worse than what I thought it was going to be. It was just about what I thought it was going to be, a little bit better. Okay. And um, I uh, I have a hard time ever bad-mouthing Will. Will's like God. Like Lemmy, you know, like the airheads. Who would win a yeah, fight, yeah. Lemmy or God? Like it's like who would win trick a fight, question. Will Smith or God? Yeah. Like, eh, trick question, Will Smith is God. So that's that's kind of like where I'm at right now. I've I've come to realize this week that I have nothing bad to say about Will Smith, and it's a little irritating because you shouldn't <laughs> shouldn't idolize false idols, right? You shouldn't you shouldn't worship false true, idols, and that would what Lemmy tells us. So it's it's a little bit weird, um, but I I can't help it, dude. Like everything he does is 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 at least good, and this is this is it. This is proof. This is at least good, and. Yeah, like I tore it apart and I, I said a lot of things that, that I didn't like about it. But like overall, this is fucking fantastic. This is a good representation of this style of 80s hip hop. Mm-hmm. But even more so, this is a precursor to like conscious rap. This is just as good. If he's going in the direction that I'm believing he's going in the direction, this is just as good as anything from the native tongues. This is just as good as De La Soul tribe. This is just as good as any of that stuff. This is just as good as far as like um, like early scratching mixed with almost like rap rock. Some of the stuff is heavy, like the one we just talked about. Mm-hmm. That was a little more aggressive. That was a little more like rock based, and it's it's this is really good. And I don't I don't know why. I mean, I I do know why because it's goofy, but it's sad that it's not. It's not talked about more because mm-hmm. there's a lot of there are more great things about this album than there are bad things, and there are way more good things about this album than there are bad things. There's not a lot of bad sure. things about this album. With that said, I don't think I don't foresee me listening to this album front to back too often on Spotify. So with that, I'll give it a two point two five. But really that low? Holy shit! But 
But if I saw this on vinyl for 15 or under, I'd pick it up in a heartbeat. And I'd listen to it <laughs> front to back. <laughs> so, yeah, on, on Spotify, I'm doing 2.25. On vinyl, I'd go as high as 2.7, 2.75. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I like I like how you broke it down and, and you know, gave the different ratings. Because this was this was the first time like I've ever felt like I really I, I playlisted I think four of these songs, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'm gonna listen to it front to back. But, but if so I had good. this on vinyl, like I fucking for sure would. Okay. All right. I I'm I'm kind of in the same boat too. I I don't know if I would listen to it that often front to back on Spotify, but because I do have it on vinyl and I have listened to it several times, so or many times on vinyl already. Like it's it's good stuff, man. So um so you gave yours a two two point two five and a two point two seven five. Did I say that right? Two point no two point seven five. <laughs> Fucking goddamn dude, it's it's getting late and it's the end of the pod. Fucking shit. Sure. Uh, so my final thoughts real quick. Um, yeah, I would have never really listened to it because I thought I... Let me start this over. <laughs> I agree with you on so <laughs> many things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like you're not even like... You're not even messing up that bad. It's just I'm I think not. in your mind <laughs> you think it's worse, but it's not. The yeah. When you stop makes it even worse. <laughs> I'm just... I'm thinking it's too much in my bad. mind, right? You're thinking in your mind, right? Oh, God. Oh, my God. This was everything I expected, and I mean that in every positive way. I had a blast listening through everything. I had a blast listening through this this album. I'm super stoked that I got it on vinyl. I listened to it very often, and um, with that said, I'm going to give this a 2.75. It's not perfect, but it's goddamn fucking good. It's fantastic. So... 2.75 for me on this one. And uh, I, I, dude, I, I'm, a, I'm a fucking mess tonight. I, from the very beginning, I've been a mess. So it was a little thrown together here and there at the last minute, but that's all right. We, but we got through it. We, you know, we're, we're over three hours deep. We got through it. And I'm glad, I'm glad we got through it rather than push it off for another week or so. So yeah, because it just, yeah, you don't want to postpone stuff. No. So, um, yeah, I got nothing else. Do you have anything else, or what? No, you're okay. you're, you're playing the music, so now I'm good. I mean, we could still talk. We we, the, <laughs> we could still talk. So, um, I don't know. I got nothing else. Stay tuned for the next episode because we're gonna have a, a friend of the pot on. Should be a good time. And um, thank you all for listening to this one. And go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. And that's it. Uh, that's all. Take care. Take care.